Hey there, and welcome to day 84 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast that has a matching YouTube channel. I'm Andrea. I just, uh, again, um, I just had the craziest, wildest day, which is amazing and fantastic and horrifically scary all at the same time. <laughs> like, I can't even describe what is going on right now. The blessing just keeps pouring out and such surprises, like just trying to make sure that I'm just continuing to praise the Lord and just my response is delight and thanks and that it just continues along. But man, it's so much right now that it, it, I know that sounds funny, but it can be terrifying all at the same time. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to try and keep the enemy at bay when we're seeing so much goodness. Um, I found a piece tonight. It's called uh, Dismantling Satan's Tool Chest. And so it begins. Jesus offered up for you. You would think that upon seeing love and joy and acceptance that they would reach out for it like fresh water to thirsty lips, drinking it down like liquid heaven. It's just the opposite. End of quote. I could tell she was hanging on every word. Something hit home. I had hit a nerve just saying that. Well, you would think that upon being gifted a spouse that has only been faithful and honest in each stage of her life would be like an island in the middle of drowning waters for the unfaithful to climb up on and rest upon while learning how to be faithful for the first time. It's just the opposite. End of quote. She set her coffee cup down on the table and gulped the sip in her mouth, real quiet. Further, you would think that cohabitating with children that are loving and joyful and honest and wise and praising Jesus would make children crave these same awesome, great, available gifts. It's just the opposite. I could see the mental notes that she was taking in her head while nodding real slow to continue. And wouldn't you think that being gifted somebody to co-parent with that was raised in a loving and nurturing home, that loves and nurtures and nests and speaks Jesus into their own daily, would offer a flatlined legacy, absolute life, to break the generational chains that have bogged them down? But it's just the opposite. End of quote. She nodded, real heavy this time, flat looking away in deepest thought. Furthermore, you would think that upon seeing healthy marriages, strong relationships, great fathers, terrific mothers, honest, good people, just generations deep, that you would want to roll around in that and receive it for your own children and your own life and your own legacy. But trust me here, it is just the opposite. End of quote. Mind-blowing, heartbreaking, toxic shame resists change. Take me as I am. Don't judge me. Darkness is the absence of light. In order to really grasp this battle at hand, we need to look them at the exact opposite. Oh, okay. 
In order to really grasp this battle at hand, we need to look then at the exact opposite of Christ's fruits of the Spirit to grab hold of and completely dismantle the trinkets in Satan's tool chest. Love meet loathing. Joy meet tormented. Peace meet rages, criticisms, and dumps. Kindness meet brashness and shaming. Gentleness meet controlling and power over. Goodness meet evil. Faithfulness, faithfulness meet kill, cheat, and destroy. Tolerance meet no grace for you. Self-control meet unpredictable, scheming, greed, and overindulgence. Now let's double-check the requirements of Satan's full army. Loathing, tormented, raging, brash, shaming, controlling, evil, cheating, deceiving, destroying, rejecting, greedy, scheming, and overindulging. Okay, that's just a small start, but we got it for the now. Next, we need to carefully unpack what love is to know what Satan wants to steal from us with his army's manipulative vices and tools. Love is patient. Satan is demanding and impatient. Love is kind. Satan is angry, mean, rude, belittling, and condescending. Love does not envy. Satan seethes with envy, greed, jealousy, and discontentment over indulging or splurging on things or hobbies that he thinks will bring him pleasure. Love does not boast. Satan is arrogant and proud, displaying his idols and trophies on his walls and in his words. Love does not dishonor. Satan dishonors and defiles and then flees. Love is not self-seeking. Satan puts himself and his needs and the needs of his army first. Love is not easily angered. Satan comes unglued both at and in front of any last person during his attempts to devour. Love keeps no records of wrongs. Satan circles and paces just waiting to pounce on even or even lie. Oh, okay. Love keeps no records of wrongs. Satan circles and paces just waiting to pounce on or even lie about any last little thing he can find to torment you with. Love does not delight in evil. Satan feels a real high from his evil doings, scheming and planning, like an addict receiving, quote, a hit. Love rejoices in truth. Satan rejoices in confusion, lies, secrecy, deception, half-truths, and manipulations. Love always protects. Satan always seeks separation, divorces, and non-reconciliations. Love always trusts. Satan always places and projects doubt and blame and paranoia. Love always hopes. Satan throws his hands in the air and tells you it will never work. Love always perseveres. Satan says it's done. It's over. I am through trying. You should be too. Okay. Get it.
Got it. Good. Now this one is going to be tougher. Does Satan sound like anything, any addiction, any stronghold, any idol, or any person within your life right now? Trust me, I know, not fun. That hits close. Because here's the problem. That thing, that addiction, that idol, that stronghold, or that contaminated relationship needs to be removed and thrown into the spiritual fire for good. There's too much at spiritual stake to be thrown off course by Satan's best army all wrapped up in disguise. Satan is the wolf in sheep's clothing. He never comes to you with horns on his head and a pitchfork. That punk comes to you looking like everything that you could have ever dreamed of. Toss him. Toss that addiction. Toss that idol. Toss the whole mess of his satanic gang out of your life. Bye and good riddance. Go. You are better than this. Better than abuse, better than addiction, better than strongholds, better than idols, and better than being lied to. You deserve better than this. You belong to the king of all kings. It is time that you plain start living and loving like the heir that you truly are. Get rid of the lies and the liars. Do away with addictions and idols for good. You have that power. Praise God, the Almighty, and Jesus the Son for removing evil from your life and ask the both of them to fill you to the brim with the Holy Spirit, the very living God. Grab that power. It is available to his own sheep. I am not squeaky clean. I am cleansed in Christ. I am his. And if you don't know him or his son or this power yet, don't even waste one more day. Receive Jesus in a very Romans 10-9 way today. Satan's future and his whole awful army were determined a whole awfully long time ago. That one doesn't play out good for them. Your future is up for grabs, so seal it up with Jesus. He died for this stuff. He lives for this stuff. Receive him and thank him and rejoice in him and his promises and his protection daily. He has loved you all along. I love you. Okay, so I knew this one was going to be crunchy. (laughs) In fact, I think in a way... Like, is a piece that maybe even is better off read than heard? I have no idea because I kept having to reread those words. I just look at it and go, okay, so love is this. The opposite is this. Okay, so, um, you know, this for the spirit is, and this is the opposite. I mean, it, it's thick. It's crunchy. You guys, I know that. So um, it's even why I read it just on a Friday because I wanted to make sure that it hit before the weekend, if you will. Um But um, in that, I see so much wisdom. I mean, like, just scripture and the fruits of the Spirit and just really clear, black and white, no gray area, just really cut and dry what needs to be done. And 
I need to do that too. I mean, like I say, with the blessing, I always get nervous that that Satan's going to come around. You know, he's not going to be happy with this. And and then, you know, um, I pay attention because I do get, you know, super nervous. Like, I feel like the Lord's doing some blessings, but I also can see where Satan can use some of it, where he can, you know, find a little open doorway and and tap a toe through. So it's just really a keen awareness and staying solid with the Lord to, you know, make sure that that uh, we're keeping that enemy at bay, no doubt about it. So, gosh, I sound tired. It's been a big week. It's like been a super great, really good, strong, incredible week. Like even tail end of the day, you guys, like it was 4.30 on a Friday afternoon. I got a call from a wonderful builder that we've been creating relationship with that just even just flat invited them over next week <laughs> just invited themselves over I was like oh my gosh this is wonderful absolutely um, I've got you down we'll see you then you know but it's like it just is you know it was exciting I got off the phone and went down and told my showroom owner hey guess who called and blah and it's just like tail end of the week even just sweet little surprise just big delight just here's more blessing. Here you go. Didn't even have to, you know, didn't have to do a thing. Um, and so we just receive it with great thanks, you know, and just praise and delight over what he's doing in our lives. So hope you have a great weekend, I'd say, but you know what, that isn't correct because I'll be chatting at y'all's <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> We're doing 365 stories this year, one per day for 365 days. This is day 84. Hope you make it great. I'll talk to you then.